Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Well, hello there. I'm Alice Oliver, and you're listening to Just Films and That, the podcast that celebrates underrated and underseen films. This week, it was Josh's turn to pick the film, and he went with Equilibrium. So let's get stuck in. So Josh, you picked this week's film, Equilibrium, from 2002. So spoiler warning listeners, if you haven't seen it. So Josh, tell us, what is the film about and why did you pick it? Okay, what's it about? It's set um, at the time about 70 years in the future, now about 50 years in the future, and there's been another world war. And in order to, to, to stop all wars humans as a species have decided that all emotions should be outlawed, okay? So then you've got the clerics who are like the law givers, the law makers of society, and, and they they go around making sure people aren't feeling emotion, basically. It stars Christian Bale amongst other people, um, Emily Watson, Tay Diggs, people like that. Um, the reason I picked it, right, so a little while ago, I remember you saying to me that we hadn't done a Christian Bale film. And I remember thinking, I wonder if we could, I wonder if we could find a film that Christian Bale's done that's underrated, which is quite difficult mm. because yes. he's made his name with these big, massive performances and and gaining weight and losing weight and all this other stuff. So recently, it probably hasn't been many, but mm. I remember watching this when I was a teenager, and and it was one of these films that was like released after the matrix right so so you can got, tell it's you got that tell. you know let's get that out of the way <laughs> this is a post mate it's, it's one of those it's like it's like there's plenty of them it's like remember ballistic x versus sever the the lucy lou antonio mandera's one there's loads of them that are like post matrix sort of look a bit like the matrix set in the future type kung fu action films but I remember watching this when I was, well, I would have been a teenager. And I remember really, really enjoying particularly the action around the film. And I wanted to go back and see, did I just like it because I was a teenager and I just like guns and, st- and stuff? Or was there something there to it? Yeah. Was there substance yeah, is in there the something style? To it? Or is, yeah. it just a, is it just a Matrix 1984 <laughs> knockoff, right? Which yeah. I'm sure we'll come back to because <laughs> that is unavoidable. <laughs> but um, I did also look at the critical reception. Mm-hmm. And I think based on the critical perception I've seen, that it is underrated. But I'm okay. excited to know what you thought. So that's why I've picked it, and that's what that's my attempt at saying what it's about. It's quite a difficult one to sum up, but basically, yeah, that's what it's about. So, Alice, had you seen it before? I hadn't seen it before. I'd, I'd kind of heard of it. You know, I think I knew yeah. the name, but I had no idea what that really meant. Um, 
But I actually thought it was all right, you know. Yeah. I had a good Ooh. time watching yeah. this and I feel yeah. like there was there was a, a lot to like about it. Any expectations going in or was it just one? Nothing. I, don't know. I, had, yeah. I had no idea. I had no idea. So then, obviously then, as soon as Christian Bale pops up, I'm happy. I'm like, oh, awesome. Yeah. Christian Bale's in it. And then, joined by Sean Bean. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, yeah, Sean Bean's in it. What a like wonderful duo. Five minutes. So, so I, was, I was in. I was hook, line and sinker. I was like, you've got me here, Equilibrium. Um, I want to know what you thought, though, because if you hadn't seen this, like, since, what, 2002, since 2003, when it came out, what what was that like for so, you, Josh? I probably have seen it, I probably watched it, okay. but it must be over 10 years since I've mm. watched it. Um, so, I, I, I think it's okay. I it's think right, it's an, it? a yeah. decent action sci-fi film. There are flaws to it, which we'll come mm. back to. So the first thing to say is, I think what sets this apart from other post-Matrix sci-fi action films is that the action's really good. It I is, think the action's yeah. really good. It's not It's not as good as The Matrix, but they've come up with a director who's, who also wrote it. I think it's Kurt Wimmer or Kurt Wimmer. He, he came up with this idea of gun kata. So it's a martial arts entirely based around... Now, you know, I'm not... I'm quite a pacifist. I don't like guns, but obviously it's an action film. It's disposable. I know I'm watching it. It's escapism, all that sort of shite. Mm -hmm. So... I came up with this idea of gun kata, which is essentially a martial art around the maximum kill zone efficiency of using two, two guns, isn't it? Mm. So, and it, it opens with, it's such a ridiculous idea to try and explain, like, but it's a martial art with guns, isn't it? And, and it mm. opens with a, with a guy in silhouette who is the director demonstrating this gun kata of how, and they've got their guns up above their heads and they've got like, they're doing all this and or it's all based on angles and stuff like that. And that's all, what all the action is based around. So it's a bit like that in the sense that all these clerics, so Christian Bale plays this very well-renowned cleric. He's essentially a sci-fi police officer, kung fu master type thing. He's um, the top of the top. He can literally yeah. walk into, you know, burning buildings and uh, buildings that are being completely covered, you know, with bullets and stuff and come out totally unscathed. Even yeah. when every other officer has to wear full SWAT gear, they've got helmets, they've got armor, they've got gloves, and he's just there in his long trench coat and his slicked back his hair slicked looking back sick. Hair. <laughs> looking like, please give me Batman. And then someone obviously did look at it and went, <laughs> and then tell, it you, happened. tell you who it this worked. guy could play. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... The action. The, the first thing to say is that I think the action's really good. The concept's quite interesting. It's definitely there. You know, it's definitely there to be like, what will people think is cool? Yeah. That's oh, what the yeah. action is in this film. What will people think is cool? And, it, and it's that. I like the concept as well. That idea, although full of holes, that people can't feel emotion and that will mm -hmm. stop all other negative things like war and and other stuff is quite interesting as well as that idea of there's a, a big brother type figure called father who mm. oversees everything and he is a government puppet if you like I, I, I like that I think it's really interesting then you've got the, the underground revolution and it's essentially it's a 1984 style story isn't it and I think that it is quite interesting I think the the way that they portray that idea is, is really interesting as well. Because quite often when you get other stuff that's set in the future, they tend to go quite garish with it and go, oh, it's all neon and it's all big and it's hover cars and everything. Mm -hmm. Whereas this, they've essentially gone, it's bland. Everything yeah. is, everything is so bland. It's minimalist. It? Yeah. It's everyone's just wearing grey or black or mm -hmm. white and everyone is 
every, every building is square and it all sort of looks like a video game cutscene. I can see things like Metal Gear Solid in there as well as other yeah. films. Like there, are, you know, there are things like bits of Blade Runner and bits of of, of the Matrix mm. and Metropolis. Definitely if you want to go Matrix, further, yeah, yeah well, definitely, definitely. Um, I think the performances are really good actually. For a, mm -hmm. I think the concept could have easily become direct to DVD action bollocks mm -hmm. and, and i think some people certainly some of the critics not to to sway you i think went with that angle but i think you know i think christian bale's really good in this because oh, yeah. he's, he's got a difficult challenge which is how do you act in a in a world where no one feels emotion yeah and you are slowly unraveling so the whole whole thing is they all take this made-up drug that stops emotion and everyone takes it a couple of times a day and no one feels emotion and if you come off the drug Surprise, surprise, you slowly start, start to unravel. You shit. start feeling. Yeah. You start feeling. Yeah. And I think he I think he pulls it off. He, he gets mm -hmm. the balance right between man trying to do right and unraveling emotionally. But also he's pretty cool in the action scenes. And I think oh, I think he's quite he clear. Looks, he looks boss in a trench coat. He, look, he does, doesn't, doesn't he? he? And he and he's got he's got those high angled cheekbones, hasn't he? Yes. So he really, he really suits it. Um Emily Watson's very good in this, who's who plays Mary. She's probably the only strong female part in the film. Um, mm -hmm. She's used sparingly, but I mean, I think she's one of the best actors around. I think I love Emily Watson. If you haven't seen a, a, a TV film she made called Appropriate Adult, then do go and seek that out where she plays uh, Fred West's Appropriate Adult. It's very, very good. Um, so yeah, love the performances. I quite liked elements as well of things like back to the look, the sound of the film. I think I think there's really good sound editing in there as well. Even things like they've clearly taken good care to, to get the right sound of a gun reloading. And I don't mean the right sound as in it's accurate because it's a made-up gun from the future, but it sounds, it goes with the whole mise-en-scene of the whole thing, doesn't it? It mm. sounds quite good. So yeah, I think there's things to like in there, but mainly the the action i think it's it's a good action film i think you could sh you could look at this and just appreciate it for the fight scenes and the action so what did you think you said it was all right what did you like about it so the thing at the top of my list is the concept and in some parts i thought it had quite similar energy to minority report yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a kind of similar sort of future that poses some interesting ethical questions and moral dilemmas yeah. we're talking about the father's mission to stop war after World War Three, and to stop man's hate for man by blowing the shit out of them, right? He's like, oh, there's yeah. no war and everything's fine, <laughs> except if you don't do exactly as we say, we are going to kill you. Like, people don't really get a trial. Like, there's the odd person that they take into custody and maybe question before incinerating them. But for yeah. the most part, they just blast into where these sense offenders are and kill them. So yeah, there doesn't seem to be you know, a prison, like, does there? There doesn't no, seem not to be really. like, it's just, uh, well... You're either dead or about the, to die. Is, yeah. <laughs> So and so then it, you know, but it prevents war, Alice. Violence prevents it, war, though? apparently. Does it? What about did this you domestic did, war that's happening? Did you did you prefer this to Minority Report? I did, yeah. I think did I you? did. But, but listen, I I am a big fan of Christian Bale, so it's yeah. difficult. It's difficult for me to ignore a of, that. A lot of cash in the bank for you. A lot of points there, on, there on is, the board there for is. you with the I Bale. Think He's a terrific actor, and I'm pretty sure he's Welsh, although he's sort of multinational. Yeah. Like, he was born somewhere, but then raised somewhere else. He's got quite is, a few. Uh, is he your favourite Welsh male, or is Gareth? Uh, he is. He is. Gareth, Gareth, is, Gareth is a close second, a close second. And followed by Hay. Uh, <laughs> 
There you go. A little, little Welsh joke for you there, guys. Um, so yeah, I really love the concept and all the questions that it, rains, it raises. Uh, there's a lot of propaganda, obviously, in the yeah. film that's shown mostly through this kind of ever-present video of the father that seems to be playing all the time. And this refers back to fascist regimes of the past and emphasizes how evil they were and how he must never let them gain power again. But this is a fascist regime, mm. like mm. the thing that the father's doing, this whole equilibrium thing. Mm. They are fascist, so mm. it's just kind of an interesting take on that. You know, it's like, oh, we must stop this thing from rising, but we are exactly that thing. So um, it's like Animal Farm, isn't it? It's the whole, uh, yes. some uh, all pigs are equal, but some are more equal than others type analogy for that sort of thing. Yeah, so, exactly. And near, near the beginning, John Preston, I think yep, it is, isn't it? It was Christian Bale's character. He says something, <laughs> I think he might say it to Sean Bean's character. He says like, there is no war, there is no murder. And it's like, no, you're murdering people left, right, and centre, you know. So I thought that was very interesting. That's it's very a, cynical. That's such a, like, that is a, almost like a placeholder action hero name, isn't it? Like John what, Preston. What, John Preston. You, like, you go with, like, you go with John, Jake, yeah. Max. Blaine. Blaine. Like, all, like, and then you just go, what? What on the end? Uh, Preston. Yeah, Preston. Just some, like, some town a, in the north northern of England. town, yeah. right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> It works. It works. Um, from a technical point of view, I thought it was quite interesting. So the camera was very busy and it is moving most of the time. Yep. There was a lot of quite cheesy zooming in and yeah. a huge variety of shots and angles, which I was in two minds about. And maybe we'll get into that a bit more later. Um, but in general, you could see that there was a lot of work gone in um, and, and a lot of variety, I think, to the different shots and the different angles. So I always appreciate when you can see that someone's tried really hard. Uh, there was some quite powerful imagery in there. So like the Mona Lisa getting torched, yeah. that sort of thing. And then it, the film does a good job of making really insignificant things feel monumental. So in the mm. way they build tension, in the way that they've constructed this world, it then when Christian Bale's character, he, he goes into an evidence box, doesn't he, to find Mary's belongings. Mm. And there's a red piece of ribbon in there. And he's like touching this red piece of ribbon and sniffing it and stuff. And it's like outside of the context of this film, that's nothing. That is not a significant mm, image at all. Weird, but if in anything. this, it is a bit weird, actually, John. <laughs> but in this world that they've created, you really feel the power behind it. And it's yeah. like, oh my God, he's feeling something, he's touching something and enjoying it. Because everything is outlawed, isn't it? So everything, everything exactly. is outlawed. So like and anything it's red that could as well, bright yeah, anything red. that could stimulate emotion so art and music mm. everything seems to be outlawed um so you do get things like you say like the mona lisa getting burned again i know it's one of those films you could poke holes in it all day so for example like everyone's you see a few people's beds and they're just a mattress and it's like what's well, yeah. like du duvets stimulate <laughs> emotional yeah yeah you, no but pillows they're comfortable they're called yeah. comforters in america yeah, exactly. so you know we've exactly. got to get rid of that comfort exactly. Um, and similar with the red ribbon. So there's a moment where they're killing all these dogs in like a, a sort of makeshift dog shelter sort of thing. And this one puppy sort of goes to get out and Christian Bale's like, no, don't kill the puppy. And then later on, he has this moment with it where he's just like stroking it and looking mm. at it. And then he smiles. And it's the first time I think anybody in that film smiles. Mm. Mm. And again, taking a very ordinary thing, just a guy stroking a dog, but there's just so much gravity behind it because I think the filmmakers have done a really good job of building this world. You understand the rules, you get it. Like anything that's fun, nice, or, you know, makes you feel anything. Even crying is outlawed. So then to just have him 
stroking this. I think it's a Newfoundland puppy as well, like the cutest damn puppy you've ever seen. Oh, it's a cute and dog. And it, it's like, it makes him happy and he feels all soft and warm and fuzzy. Um, so yeah, there was just a lot of stuff like that going on. I know you touched on some of the performances in the cast there. So Christian Bale and Sean Bean together is a match made in heaven, something I didn't know I wanted. So thank you so much, Josh, for bringing that to me. Brilliant. <laughs> I watched I, I watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Recently, uh, right. and, oh my God, it's amazing. And that again, not that I needed rekindling my love for Sean Bean, but it's back at the top now anyway. Um, <laughs> also, is it Sean Pertwee? Yeah. Is that? Yeah, yeah he's so far, he, he plays well, he father. Is, he is father in, in inverted commas. So um, he he's brilliant. Like, yeah, he's always this good. sort of deadpan, um, like quite menacing presence, even though he's it's never got, really there. He's got a fantastic he's never physically voice, there. hasn't he, Sean Pertwee? Oh, yeah. He's, always, he, he, he's one of these actors who he can take quite, you know, quite a significant role in something and you, and you notice it, or he'll show up for a scene and you notice mm. it. Yeah. Um, he is. He's, a, he's a very um, yeah. There's there is a lot. It seems to be one of those things where like all the bad guys are British, sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like the Death Star, and it's just full of in- evil English people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just and finally, I guess I enjoyed being with Christian Bale's character on his descent into becoming a sense offender. Yeah. Because you're he's obviously doing a lot in this film. Like, he is very clearly the main character, and he's in, if not every scene, then very nearly mm. every scene. And you're with him as he goes on this... As you would in a different film, perhaps, join a character on their descent into madness, he's sort of doing the opposite of that. Mm. He's, you know, waking up to the world and everything he's been missing out on. And maybe this fascist regime isn't all it's cracked up to be. Mm, who'd, have who'd, have, thought? who'd have thought? Yeah. And it's, I think it's just a great journey that you go yeah. on with him. Yeah. And um, I thought it was all right, you know? I thought yeah, that was a pretty was a, good yeah, film. I think, I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Did you enjoy some of the action as well? Or was that not really your cup of tea? Yes, no, certainly. And like you touched on before about... Um, the, the kind of Matrix influences. So obviously a huge thing in the Matrix is the martial arts, especially yeah. between Neo and Morpheus when mm. they're in that kind of, you know, training room, whatever it might be. And towards the end, there was a lot of that. So you've got John Preston, he's trying to get to, he's trying to get to father or who the real father is because mm. it turns out that father isn't actually who we thought it was. And he's taken down everyone. Like it's just him, just one guy. And he's like, bam, I killed this guy. And then bam, I killed that guy. And he's using swords. He slices a dude's face off, he does doesn't he? Slices like just the main, one of the main oh, bad guys' faces sick. off. Sick. Like I, I was good. there for yeah, all that. Cool. All these swords and guns I, uh, and stuff. I read that he's got one of the highest kill counts of any film character. Oh, that's cool. Like, that is a, interesting. Like, like, yeah. Maybe even be like top 10 or something like that. It's a, I'm sure yeah. he, he kills, like, he must kill over 100 people. What about Thanos? <laughs> well, I guess, I guess in terms, of, I guess, yeah, because I guess you're talking about like uh, hand to hand, direct, you know, action yes, film yes, kills rather than what could be trillions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it Thanos. would be, wouldn't yeah, it? It would yeah. be. Um, was there anything else for you then, or anything that was there anything in it that you saw this time around that maybe you hadn't before? I'd never really appreciated how good Christian Bale's performance was because yeah, he does. Yeah. He starts off very hair slept back. He's very clean cut he's very emotionless and obviously because he is feeling emotion as it goes on he becomes more and more bedraggled and i also notice as it goes on he he his sort of life and the screen seems to fill more and more with color so mm-hmm. there's no blood at the start and then at the end there's you know it starts there's to show more blood, blood and he's yeah. wearing he is 
conveniently wearing like white because <gasps> it's like a, cer- it's like whites, a ceremonial yeah. thing isn't it because yeah, yeah. he's going to meet father he's got and all the two this. guns off his sling yeah, and he's so, like Whoa. Um, <laughs> so I, do, I mean you don't really think Christian Bale and think action star do you because he's more known for these you know fantastic performances where he's either playing real people or people who yeah. are in more heavy films like things like The Machinist or more recently like Vice or The Big Short mm. or you know films where we all know he's the fighter, he's put on weight, he's gained weight, he's given these big powerhouse performances. But it's quite interesting to see him early in his career, post-American Psycho, but pre-Batman, just mm. do, just doing some action. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And and I think he is he's really good in this. Um, yeah, I didn't. I I enjoyed it thought more than I thought. I thought I'd come away going, "Oh, this mm. is just like a." I just like this because I was a teenage boy. Just and it looked cool. And it yeah, looked cool. Yeah. But actually, I do think there's a bit of substance to it. Yeah, I agree. So we'll move on now then to talking about things that maybe we didn't like or that we would change. So what about you, Josh? Is there anything for you? I mean, yeah, there are a couple of things I think that you cut. There's some stuff I I knew I would say and some stuff I noticed. Mm -hmm. So the first thing to say is, let's be honest, the plot and the concept are a mishmash and a ripoff of loads of other stuff. (laughs) It's 1984 mixed with The Matrix. It is Mm -hmm. every post-totalitarian, futuristic sci-fi action film in all of its concepts. And I think that... I get the impression almost the director came up with the concept of the gun martial art and then built everything around that. Okay. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah. that it was just an action film. So, but it is everything you see in this or a lot of the stuff in this you've seen before. 
Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So there is an element of that. Then that leads into the concept itself of, I think almost they've gone with that totalitarian, futuristic society and gone, how can we make it different? And gone, well, no one can feel emotions. And that is like time travel, which is you can sit there and just pick and pick and pick and go, this is this wouldn't happen. This, you know, the whole idea of you can't feel emotion. Well, <laughs> he's got a wife or he has a wife. So how did how did how did you fall in love with someone, or do you not? Do you just get paired up? Well, that's like, what I, did, I like, thought. I thought it's just for the purposes of is it reproducing. Pro, it's just, right? you go with you, and you yeah, go and have some because the kids children. like he's he doesn't have a particularly soft relationship with his kids, does he? Like his no. son calls him John. Yeah. So there's that. So 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 maybe. But then if it is that, maybe they needed to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's things like there are people in it who sh- who show emotion. Mm. who are supposedly taking this. So one of the villains shouts at him at one point and says, are you playing with me? Mm. And he shouts it in his face. No, I know shouting doesn't necessarily mean an emotion. It can just be an expression of heightening your voice. Mm-hmm. But that is, that the concept is fundamentally flawed. Um, yeah. So like what, his wife's got two children, right? So again, I yeah. don't know if there's some sort of science to it, but how, how did she, how'd you cope with pregnancy and birth? Yeah, you're not allowed like, to cry. You're yeah, not allowed to no, win. You can't show yeah. any emotion. Um, Caesareans for all. <laughs> um, so yeah, or, or, or maybe there's some sort of science to it. I don't know. So I do think the concept of the whole emotion thing is a bit flawed because ultimately, mm-hmm. if you can, if you can, I, mean, I don't know, I'm not a chemist, but if you can design a pill that kills all emotion, mm-hmm. surely you can design a pill that kills negative emotion so everyone would only feel positively. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so the concept is fundamentally flawed and there are elements of the, of it all being a little bit of a rip-off of other stuff. It's mm-hmm. unavoidable. And I know that there's that idea of, you know, everything is a rip-off of everything else, but I think it is quite glaringly obvious in this <laughs> film in, in places. Um, and, I, and the other thing I think is I'd like to have seen more strong female characters. Mm. So, it's so very male-heavy, It's a sausage party, It's... So the only real strong female character in it is Mary, played by Emily mm-hmm. Watson. And she is still underused. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bits that she are in it, it that, she, that she are in it, the bits that she are, she is in <laughs> are really good. Mm-hmm. But I'd like, you know, I'd like to see other female clerics. Is it? And, and why, if not, why not? Oh, and if not, I mean? why not? Yeah. yeah. So, so there's elements I think that are flawed, but a lot of it, I, I can forgive a lot of it because yeah. it, it's quite escapist and there's some good action in it. There's a little mm-hmm. bit of inconsistency as well. Like I do not believe for one second that he would struggle to beat that guy at the end. Like they have a fight at the end where it's like mm. the, the big villain and he's just beaten some Everett, of the most highly trained people. Soldiers, and there's yeah, some like yeah. middle-aged dude who he seems to struggle yeah. to beat and you think you'd just, you'd just have him <laughs> straight away. There's no way. Um, but Definitely. overall, mm-hmm. I can forgive that yeah, I can see why you might. Yeah, I can see why you might go. It's just essentially a 1984 Matrix ripoff. But mm. I, you know, I think it makes up for it with some decent action. What mm. about you? Is there anything you didn't like? Uh, so just to echo uh, one of the points you made, it obviously it is very male heavy. Um, mm. That isn't bothering me too much. Like I'll get over it. It was the early 2000s, whatever. I would have liked maybe a bit more from his wife, like it, whether through dream sequences mm. or flashbacks, or maybe we get to see her alive for a bit, just to kind of get to know a bit more maybe about her, about mm. how a relationship would function. Like you say, you had all those questions there. Like how does pregnancy work? How do how does relationships work? Do you it feel like nice attraction? Do you, do, you, do you feel attraction in this? world yeah. or is it like do you have sex it, do you only have yeah. sex to make babies you, or is it ivf like yeah is there any I'd, pleasure is there any like yeah, yeah. Like, it's, i'd it's like to know some of that info um 
The music I found to be a bit much at times. It felt like it was almost constant and it is, it's quite impactful. So I wasn't, it's not that I didn't like the music and how it sounded, mm. but it was very intense. Bit and it was it was just, it felt like it was constant and it kind of exhausted me a little bit. Yeah. Because it's sort of these very loud beats and then this very dramatic choral music. And then at times it felt very mechanical as well. Mm. So I was a bit like, oh fucking hell, this is this still going on, sort of thing. So I could have done with the break with a break in the music. But the the quality of the music itself and how it sounded was all fine and very clever but it was just too much. Um, There's obviously loads of exposition from the videos, projections, recordings, whatever you want to call it, of the father. Mm. Uh, just, you know, info dumping everything. I know that they need to try and do that anyway because we're going in the future now. We need to know what has gone on in the past to make the world the way it is now. Yeah. So I get that. There are more intelligent and more sophisticated ways of doing it than just having a guy on a video talking about it all. So I was a yeah, bit like... Yeah, there's a bit of yeah, a crawl is... at the beginning. There's a bit of a, in the world where... Yeah, like, yeah, it's it, one is. Of those it is, it is. And it's like, is, it? so is this just played on a loop like every single day? So I could have done without some of that. Um, and some of the script just felt a bit melodramatic and it didn't sound like how anyone would speak. Now I know obviously they don't have emotions, so they they just, they don't sound like how anyone would speak. Mm. They're not meant to sound like anyone who did today. But I think at times it made it quite hard to engage with certain characters and engage with the story because there was maybe just too much separation from audience mm. and the subject, if you know what I mean. Mm. Like it all just felt very, I guess it felt very forced at times. Like none of the words in the conversation seemed to flow that well. Um, do you think I don't know if maybe I'm being a bit too harsh. No, do, do you think there's maybe a case with it to say that for, perhaps it's action first and everything else later. Uh, yeah, I think so. It is, it's style over substance, isn't it? Yeah. And I th- we I don't think, hate I don't, that. And we, we and, don't and hate there is it. A, there is a place oh, in the course. world for that. Not yeah. everything has to be a, you know, a, a meditation on some sort of social issue, does mm-hmm. it? But, but and I suppose the, the reason why it's quite glaring in this is because it seems like it is trying to. Mm. When in fact yeah. it is, it is, it's just, it's an action film, isn't it? It's a sci-fi yeah. action film. It's just trench coats and swords, and that's okay. There is nothing wrong with trench coats and swords in a film. <laughs> yeah. In, in, in a film. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to move on to talking about the critical reception in a minute. Because, mm. Alice, you're going to take us not down the rabbit hole, because as we've established in this film, all pets and animals are outlawed. So you're going to take us down the emotionless creature hole. The emotionless so, creature hole. In this okay. section, we like to call Alistair and the emotionless creature hole. So, okay, I'll give this a go then. So for this <laughs> segment of Alice Down, the emotionless creature hole, I want to talk about the film's producer because that is a man called Jan de Bont. And his is a name that I feel like I ah. keep seeing, but I don't actually know anything about him. Jan de Bont is a Dutch cinematographer, director, and producer. He was born one of 17 children in Eindhoven in the Netherlands, and eagle-eyed viewers will remember that one of the boats in Speed 2, a film that he directed and produced, is called The Eindhoven Lion. Imagine that! As well as directing such masterpieces as Speed, Speed 2, and Twister, and producing films like Minority Report and Equilibrium, Jan is also known within the industry for the many on-set injuries he has sustained over the years, in part due to his passion for using practical effects. 
The worst of these injuries he sustained was on the set of a film called Raw, which is an American adventure comedy from 1981 and features a lot of big cats, as the name would suggest. Jan ended up getting scalped by one of the lions and required 220 stitches, and he wasn't the only one who sustained injury during production, earning the film the honorary tagline, humans were harmed in the making of this film. But like the dedicated lion tamer he is, he soon made his return to complete the production, which all in all apparently took 11 years to complete. His most recent big projects were completed in 2020, and it doesn't look like there's any more on the horizon just yet, as Jan seems to be taking it a bit easier now, instead opting to dabble in the lion-free world of podcasting. And that was Alice Down the Rabbit Hole. No, Alice Down the Emotionless Creature <laughs> Hole. <laughs> oh man, one of 17 kids. Uh, Catholics, yeah. Buy yeah. a television. Yeah. Like, come on, <laughs> there's loads of stuff you can watch. Like, you've been there's films. Films yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Films <laughs> and that. <laughs> Okay, so let's move on to talk about the critical reception then. Now, obviously, I picked this one, so I know how it did. Mm-hmm. How do you, and I've probably given the game away a little bit. How did you think it did critically? Out of 10. Um, I think we can, we can assess the flaws and we can see that the flaws are visible, but that doesn't make it less enjoyable. Mm. Critics, 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 critics. What do you think, critics? Oh, you're a minefield. I can never quite tell. I reckon. We're probably not quite looking at a six. So I might pull us down to around 5.8. I would probably be a bit more generous than that. And I'd probably give it like a high six. I think it's all right. It's good fun. And Christian Bale is incredible. But yeah, I'll go 5.8 slash 58%. Yeah. I mean, I think it's safe to say if it's not Christian Bale in the lead, this isn't. It would have been, yes. Mm -hmm. That would have been a different experience. Brian Connolly was in it. Did you notice that? Remember no. Brian Connolly, kids like he did loads of telly in the nineties and stuff. He used to do that. It's a puppet. No, he's in it anyway. It's doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so high five, did you say? And high specifically five. a five point eight because I want the extra glory yes. if I yeah. get it bang on, please. <laughs> so at the time of recording on IMDb, mm. so that's mm. you know similar to the audience score, mm. it gets seven point four. Whoa! Ha! Yeah, so I was quite surprised at that. Then on Rotten Tomatoes, the audience give it 81%. Oh! Yeah, so a lot of love from the audience. Oh my gosh, have I missed the market? No, no, a lot of love from the audience from this film. But then we get to the critics. Ah, you lovely, lovely people. And they give it... Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 41%. Ooh, wow, that's a heck of a disparity, That has got to be up there. With one of the biggest differences between the audience. Now, it's clear that the audience who do like this obviously have a lot of love for it. Perhaps it's a bit of a cult film. I'm not too sure. Mm, I think if you you average that out, it's coming into about 65, Mm 6.5. So I think think that's fair if you average it out. But I think it's critically underrated. I would certainly agree. The audience has given it a hell of a boost there. So if you're going to average it out, that is about what I would give it. Mm. But I think going down into the fours, I think that is quite harsh from the critics. And in that regard, I would say it's underrated. So critically underrated? Yes. Okay, so there we go. Another one in the underrated vault. I am glad. I am glad. I I think that is critically underrated. Although I was quite surprised with those scores from the... From the uh, from the audience, but it's obviously well loved, isn't it? People yeah. love Christian Bale in a long trench coat with guns. I think um, the 
I think the audience score actually surprised me more than the critics score. <laughs> yeah, did. I suppose it, that's, it's probably it's overrated by the audience and underrated by yeah. the critics, isn't it? Um, uh, so anyway, next week it is your turn to pick. Mm-hmm. So, what are we going to be watching? So, from one Eam to another Eam, we're going to be watching Imperium. Imperium. Yes. Equilibrium followed by Imperium. It sounds like aftershave. It does, yes. <laughs> yes. It also sounds like I did that on purpose, yeah. but I honestly did it. And the Sometimes week after we'll I just do Elysium. And then... <laughs> yeah, good on, good on. Um, okay, so in that case, join us next week for, uh, what's it called? Imperium. Imperium. <laughs> um, give me the game away about whether I've ever, yeah. I've ever even heard of that one. Um, so yes, join us next week. We're going to be talking about Imperium. Um, in the meantime, if you'd like to get in touch with us, it's filmsandthatpod at gmail.com. We're all on the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok and Instagram, just films and that pod. We're also on your telly boxes, Alice. We are indeed. So if you live in Birmingham, Bristol, Liverpool, or the northeast of England, oh, or Leeds as well. I can forget about little old Leeds. They're not going to leave you out. But if you live in any of those regions, you can catch us every Friday night on the local TV network at 6 p.m. from 6 p.m. on Channel 7. Or if you live in North Wales or South Wales, you can find us on Channel 8 on Freeview or also on Channel 195 on Sky. That's every Friday from 6 p.m., sometimes Mondays as well. Yes, there you go. Lots of ways to catch us, so please do check us out. And if you are listening to this and you fancy going on over to Apple or Spotify and giving us a little review or rating, it'd be very much appreciated. There's no emotion in the, in the film Equilibrium, but that would give us some emotion. Um, yes, join us next week. We'll be talking about another film, Imperium. Uh, until next week, Alice, cheerio. Bye. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.